0: Welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I am Justin. And I'm Darren. And today we're going to dip back into the well of Portal 2, something I'm hoping to keep doing year (laughs) after year after year. But today we're going to talk not about the main game, but the co-op. What do you want to say?
1: Um, Quite a lot, actually. I don't have that many notes, but we just played it recently, so it's all kind of still stuck in my head. After we've already played this, together a few years ago or a couple of years ago going back into it the game has aged so well everything about this game is brilliant like i I don't know i can't get over how good this is and like you said we keep coming back to this because it's it's like it's not it's not a well man this is the fountain of youth it's (laughs) like this game is beautiful on so many levels
0: right and i'm hoping in the future why i say that is there are other Free levels that the community has made. Yeah, the, the, I would,
1: the workshop maps.
0: I would like to cover some of those in the future. There are other games like Portal Stories Mel, which is kind of its own thing, and I, I think worth talking about. There's what Portal Bridgemaker, Aperture Tag. There are so many games based on this world and this mechanic and this technology that it just feels like there's so much more
1: it's taking on a work. life of its own kind of thing, yeah. So we'll be here for a while, just talking about Portal. We should just change this channel to the Portal channel.
0: I don't know if we have quite that much to go from, <laughs> but clearly we love the game. Darren's sitting here in his Aperture Laboratories t-shirt that he just got, and he's very proud of. Yeah. And, yeah, we, we love the game. So if you don't want to hear us fan out about how great we love this game, this is maybe not the episode for you. (laughs) A few things before we get into any possible spoilers. In the co-op, the game is slightly different in the fact that one, it's co-op. So we have to work together. You are no longer a human character. You're now two robot characters, which is hinted at in the main story. And it's another great game full of good cinematics at the beginning and the end. The aesthetic of the whole game just looks great, both when you're I mean, if you played Portal at all, you know that there's the clean, very scientific laboratory area and then the behind the scenes, which again, we get to see both of in this story. It's I mean, the thing is Portal 2 is really two amazing games in one because I feel like the main game alone would be enough. But they gave us this game, which feels like its own thing or like a solid full sequel to what we've just played. And they released them together.
1: Yeah, I've never, played, I've never played the co-op because I was always a single player anyway. So I knew it had co-op, but I was like, nah, it doesn't interest me. It wasn't until you said, let's give it a shot. I knew the co-op existed. I didn't play it. And completing the base game alone was plenty for me. And I, I completed it many, many times. And so after playing co-op, it's like, yeah, there's a whole new dimension to this game.
0: Yeah, you basically get to play with all the same mechanics of the main game, plus a bit more. And in this, there are six sections of levels. So I think it's close to 50 levels,
1: something like that. There's like nine subsections per section, isn't there? So yeah. So it's a lot. It's a lot. Honestly,
0: if you haven't given it a try, I would definitely say to give it a try. As with any co-op game, though, it can be stressful and it can be frustrating. They've given you some amazing tools. If you're playing with somebody who you can't chat with, in theory, they could help. But even when Darren and I were playing, there were times where that was a bit frustrating because what you are trying to say with your messages, maybe the other person is interpreting a different way. Mm-hmm. Something that I found that even we who've played co-op games before, even though we played this before, playing this again, we were um, we we're still suffering from that. Mm-hmm. So I would say try to find somebody who can be patient and try to be patient with the other person. And ideally, even though you can play the game without chatting at the same time, I would definitely chat at the same time. Yeah, it's hard without it. Yeah. That's kind of it for the spoiler-free section, because from now on, I just want to not worry about whether we're giving spoilers away or not. There is a complete story. It's small, but it is a complete story for the co-op. This is also where the commentary, a lot of the commentary from the makers is on the co-op, which is. Partly why I had to stop watching the commentary the first time or playing through the commentary section because it was giving away a lot of the co-op and I was hoping someday, someday, to play it with somebody else. Okay, Mm. so if you don't want spoilers, leave now. Okay, Mm. here we are. We start the game as Atlas and Peabody. So Atlas is the blue round guy, Peabody the tall skinny guy, almost the Burton Ernie of the portal world. (laughs) The cinematic at the beginning is fantastic where we see the robots being put together and then having to fall down a hole to start the game. And as I said before, I didn't want to get into this too much before, but this ties into the ending of the main game where Gladys says she actually has others to take over, she can continue to test without the human. And so I like that it is tied in. I do feel like it is the sequel. Right. In a way, it's Portal 3, but I would still like a Portal 3. Yeah. The very beginning, you have to do some sync work, which teaches you how to do the basics, again, looking around, and also the new mechanics of Pinging something like saying this is something I want you to look at or this is something I want you to do, and of course it's done in a very portal way, so it's quite humorous as it's done. So choose your favorite animal. Oh, that's an interesting choice. Choose your favorite chemical. Well, that's not the one I would have chosen, but okay. Or I think she refers to it as an quote unquote interesting choice. Yeah, <laughs> and that basically leads us into the game, and in the game. We have, like I said, some new tools, which is mostly communications. So counting down, because there are some levers that we have to pull at the same time. There are some other things where you'd want to do countdown as well. There's communication, fun stuff like dancing, rock, paper, scissors, waving to each other. There's the look button, which is probably the thing you're going to use the most if you're playing this game. And
1: the high five. Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. <laughs> if you can make it work. It's very sad when it doesn't. Because I did that a couple of times while I was waiting for you to catch up. Or you were doing something and so I was bored and I was like, okay, high five. And if you're too far away, you just get left hanging. And it's a bit sad. It's a lot like real life. <laughs> so I'm not exactly sure at this point what you want to talk about as far as the game. It works a little bit different than the main game. And the fact that you have... A bit of choice. There's a hub in which you start all the levels from, and you can. I think the first time through, you have to go through them in order. I think you do. Yeah. But once one of you has been through before, as I had, then they're all open. And so that's a little bit confusing when you're playing with somebody for the first time, like we were, because I had to remember where is the first level, and also that you have to. Reset the level back to one because it will finish where you left off. So if you finished on level nine, it's going to start you off on one nine instead of one one. So that takes what portal does so well and scaffolding up the information and ruining it by starting on the wrong level. Yeah. But I love it. I love the idea of the hub. I love the fact that even to get to different sections of the hub, you have to portal there or Find a way to drop on a faith plate. Even the hub feels very portal-like. On the wall is a giant screen saying how many steps you've taken, how many hugs you've given. It's all sorts of weird stats going on. How many portals used? In the early levels, you get to work together. You have to learn how to pass cubes to each other. You have to learn how to help each other move in different areas you're now working essentially with four doors that you can move anywhere. Well, it's more like two doors, right? Mm. Basically, you have two sets of portals mm. and sometimes you have to use them together. So there are often times where I can't get there because I have to leave one portal open somewhere else and you would have to help me through.
1: Yeah, because I mean, that, that's the thing from game one. You're playing game one and you're thinking like, oh, I wish I could do that, but you can't. But then you get to co-op and you're like, oh, I can do that now, and that's pretty amazing. But then there's other things in the in the co-op where you're like, "Oh, I wish I could do that." And then after a bit of like brain scratching, it's like, "Oh, I actually can do that. That's really amazing." The whole coop game, yeah, like you said, it's a completely new game because it feels like a new game. You know, it's like it's got almost a new bunch of rules because now you've got four portals to work with instead of two. It creates so many more options. You are thinking with
0: portals, but now you're thinking with more,
1: more. portals. <laughs> <laughs> you.
0: You do really have to start thinking about things a little bit differently. And remembering that my portals only go to my colors. So I yeah. can't swap over to yours. Which would be interesting. It would be. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. And that's fine. I think that this way is, is beautiful. If they want to explore that in the future, I'm sure that they could come up with something. Mm. And I, I don't need a full, I think, Portal 3 game. But if they had something like this with robots going through... I would be very, well, hopefully happy with it. But if they can can make it as good as Portal or Portal 2, I would be ecstatic. Working together while we're talking about it, there are a few other things that you need to do. There are things like what I call an infinity loop where you have to put yourself or your partner will have to put you through a loop where you're falling constantly or running constantly. And then being shot out of that, you have to do that to gain speed. There are times where you have to work around emancipation barriers together. Yep. There are times where you have to use your extra portals for manipulating lasers or, as I said before, transporting each other around. There are times where you have to work with a labyrinth, where one is in the labyrinth, kind of. I mean, I say it's a labyrinth, but there's just a number of dangers that you have to weave your way around, and as the person inside... It's kind of like you don't know what you're doing. You can only see a small fraction of it, whereas the person on the outside gets to see everything and has to either manipulate tunnels to decide which direction you're going or control buttons, which will move cubes, giant cubes up and down to give you access or block you off. There's just so much more here than in the main game. They've done co-op in a way that it has to be co-op.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't even get into the levels to see what they look like unless you've got a friend. It's not like you can just enter them and play them alone or or try to play them alone. Yeah, you can't even enter the game. It's a complete mystery.
0: And that, for me, is what makes this as co-op so terrific. They have made a game that works well as co-op, but also has to be done as co-op. So they've essentially made, for me at at this point, one of the ultimate co-op games. Not just puzzle games, but co-op. You have to work together. This isn't like the old school games like Contra where you play together, but one person could do most of the work. Right. You could kind of do that. You could have one person take over and tell the other person what to do. But that one person couldn't survive without the other one. Mm. You need both people to go through. It reminds me a bit of, did you ever play The Lost Vikings? No. Fantastic old Mm -hmm. puzzle game. But you could play together or you could play alone. You right. could do it alone. This is like that except you are together. You have to do it together. And I, I like that a lot. As frustrating as it can be, I do like that a lot.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of co-op games out there. What I'm playing at the moment, I'm playing Vermintide 2, which is a co-op game at its core, but you can still play single player with bots. But yeah, Portal forces you. It's like, no, you need friends. <laughs> Even if they're fake ones. Go and make a, go and make a Steam friend. And yeah, you got to play it. But like you said, it's, it is good if you can talk to people, but I think, as well, they maybe took into account that a lot of people don't speak the same languages, so that's why they've got all these like extra functions in and stuff in it. It does work well. When we played it out, there was a lot of times where I couldn't speak because people were sleeping. And yeah, it was a lot harder. But it's possible. You know, it, it is possible. And I think a lot of our frustration was we were just wanting to get through it as well. Like, we've done this before. Why can't we do this again? Because, like, I mean, I can't believe we forgot a lot of those levels. But
0: Yeah, all of level 6, we went, oh, wait... Because level five has an ending, and we go, oh, if that's the ending, what is level six?
1: Yeah, it's like, I know there's something else. Yeah, weird. The
0: weird thing is, the the one I always remember as being one of the most complicated is the one where you actually have to hit each other in yeah. midair. And in the commentary as well, they talk about that one as that's the one that people seem to remember. And it's funny because that's much, much earlier in the game than I remember it being. Mm. I thought that was right towards the end because that's a complicated one to get that timing and to figure that out, but that's actually fairly early on in the game and a good indicator that yes, you absolutely need each other to get through the rest of the game. Yeah. Gladys is still brilliant, just absolutely brilliant. So she's insulting, she's manipulative, she's trying to get the characters to get angry at each other. Oh, Orange, what you said about Plue is exactly true. And you were asking me, did, did she say the same thing to you? Because we were wondering if she was telling us the opposite, which it wasn't, right? She was saying the same thing, but clearly trying to work us against each other mm. and make up these point systems. <laughs>
1: yeah, was <laughs> a science collaboration points. But I love how it's like, they've done the kind of cold reading part quite well with GLaDOS, where she does say things that could apply to both of you. Like, well, at least one of you knows what you're doing. And it's like... Yeah, that's me.
0: (laughs) One of you is carrying the other. Yeah. (laughs) She also tries to create fighting machines. She was insulting us, calling us marshmallows, and then deciding maybe she should give us nice compliments like she would to humans. And none of it was working, but we were the only two she had, so she was stuck with us. Yeah. She's also, throughout the commentary that she's giving us, Talking about humans in a negative way. Oh, it's so good that I don't have to compliment you guys all the time. Humans need such positive reinforcement all the time. Humans are always complaining about how dangerous this is and how broken it is. (laughs) (laughs) So again, possibly meta talking about players complaining about the first portal. Mm. But one of the ones that really got me was when she was talking about humans are so... Fragile she was listing this whole number of things, oh, sorry, I was just the, listing the way that people could die, yeah, <laughs> but you can't die. you can always be rebuilt, and that's another thing in between each level instead of the elevator, our characters are ripped apart <laughs> and then reassembled each time,
1: yeah, which is total overkill, so they just put me in an elevator to the <laughs> next place, you don't have to like take me apart and put me back together every time. <laughs> Yeah, I I love this game. I do. But that overkill is proper aperture science, the way to do things. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, what do you want to talk about, though? I mean, do you want to talk about your favorite levels, or what do you want to talk about all the levels, or what do you want to do? I,
0: well, I definitely don't want to talk about all the levels because I didn't write them all down. You didn't write them all down? No. I was going to watch a playthrough. Yeah. I
1: tried to watch a speedrun, but the speedrun... They probably didn't in about 30 minutes. Yeah, but I think they were cheating. There's like weird ways, there's rules in those things, like there's there's speedruns that have like just pure vanilla, you cannot change anything, and then there's like a, a that'll be in hours probably. But then they've got in-game bugs and exploits, you can do that, and then you've got the ones that just hack right to the end, you know, so there's like different types of speedruns, so you probably watched one that was allowed to exploit bugs that were already in the game. But even beyond that, I mean...
0: I saw them carry a cube through an emancipation grill.
1: It could be a straight-up hack, or it might be something like an in-game glitch that someone's found. Like the Portal 1 one that I watched, that we both watched, I think, was like 20 minutes or 19 minutes. That was using all just in-game errors. (laughs) Just like, if you go into this pixel over here you can shoot a portal into the neck into the last level. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so watching a speedrun probably wasn't a good idea. <laughs> it's like cuz where's the games? like
0: yeah and it was so fast that some levels they just seemed to jump through them and they were done mm-hmm. and Thought, what, what's going on yeah. and then i tried to watch another one but it was getting a bit late last night so i couldn't finish the whole thing so i i don't i don't have all the levels mm-hmm. written down so i suppose if anything talk about levels that are memorable
1: perhaps or levels that you enjoyed in particular i mean for me i really I, out of all of them and it's not just because they're the last level and my memory is terrible but for me the art, art appreciation <laughs> it levels is. it is yeah. <laughs> my the art appreciation levels are my favorite by far which one? The art appreciation levels. The level six. The secret levels at the end. Once you once you complete the base game. I love all those levels. Why, why do you call it art appreciation? That's what they're called. Oh, okay. Mm, that's the name of them. And she says that like, as you're going through this is whatever blah 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 blah. Expressing like. And she's always like I hope you enjoyed that, that art appreciation level. But yeah, that's the yeah the ones where you have to. Is that the ones we have to go to collide in midair? Um, or is that part of level five? I can't remember. But See, I'm already showing my bad memory.
0: Coladio Midair is, is much, much earlier. At least the first one mm. is. There are amazing levels in that one because you have to deal with everything you've ever had. So you've got light bridges, you've got tunnels that switch direction, you've got... I, I think that's the really frustrating one where we had the tunnel that you had to drop down into yeah. and hit a button and be pulled back up. Yeah, That's also the section where... A lot of times you have to create a light bridge and running gel and bouncing gel to get across to where you need to go. You have to use light bridges to block turrets. You've got... It's just everything. It's everything in one package.
1: I mean, what I found really interesting this, I don't think this is in the single player mode, but rather than falling... In, a, in, in an infinity loop, falling over and over again, and then shooting yourself out, you can actually run horizontally and create an infinity loop and then be launched out that way.
0: Yeah, I don't think there ever was one because that's. You can't do that because you have to tricky. turn
1: to yeah. to point your portal somewhere else before you went through your own portal. So that's impossible in single player, yeah. But you can do it in co op, which is, again, pretty cool where you're just like running and running and running and just going through that loop over and over again and then you're just waiting for it and then ping. You shoot off and then most likely die. Like get crushed by something. Like we were stuck on that that crushing level for quite a while. (laughs) I loved it when I I made it across finally. I got you across first after three or four deaths. You got, you made it, and then I made it, and then for some reason you just ran straight back into the crusher. I don't think that <laughs> I, think, I. I think, meant I think right. you slipped on the. I slipped the on gel. the orange gel. Yeah. I think
0: <laughs> because I, I run, didn't realize why I died either. I was just dead. What what happened? I was just trying to. So I was watching you.
1: I was watching you. What is what is he? What is he doing? Dead.
0: Oh I look forward to seeing that on the video because when it happened, I was baffled as to how I got under them like the crushers again how did that happen Uh, that's funny
1: but yeah but that's the good thing as well there's a lot of even though yeah there's some really frustrating moments where you are just like oh man what are we supposed to be doing hey what are we supposed to be doing Although that doesn't bother me too much like when we're both off just exploring like the level some because some of these levels are pretty big and there's a lot of white places to place portals so you can't just go in and go like well i suppose there's two ways to do it you can go in and like okay as a group let's look together but you'd have to be hooked up with a mic for that as well and They actively talking to each other, but going off and just exploring stuff and then like finding all these things and then coming back together going, okay, I think I know what we're doing. What do you think? Put a portal here, put a portal here. Like the one where it was all acid, that was a tough one. And then there was like the column in the middle where there was one on one side, one on the other. And there was like emancipation grills all over the place. But it was really simple. Do you remember the one I typed in in the chat? It might be in the video if I can hook it up. It was like, oh my God, we're idiots. Because it was so simple.
0: But... Oh, the one with the aerial faith plates? yes yeah, yeah. One,
1: one either side That's we spent such a long time in that room and it was so easy it's like oh i just have to get you through there because we weren't again we weren't thinking we together. were we were, we're totally trying to think
0: how can i get portals on either yeah. side of this thing yeah. without getting over there i need two more portals well, of course i've got two more yeah portals. exactly
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then and this is part of the thing where it's it's a bit frustrating even when you're communicating because you said oh I figured it out and like as soon as you you said something I went okay I've got it I understand and so I set up the portal to get you through it and you're like getting angry at me like no come on just go through my portal I'm like just go through my portal and we're like doing this <laughs> back and forth like yes we're orange we're
1: both, blue orange blue orange blue
0: <laughs> we both have the same idea but we yeah we we have to choose our role basically yeah, yeah. I Particularly love the levels where you have to, I get, there's a bit of timing. I love the infinite loop thing, especially setting it up and then having to launch the other person. There's the one where you, one of the earliest ones where you have to do that and there are two buttons and you have to set the person up to do the infinity loop, then go up to one button, fall down using the gravity to go up high enough to get to the next button which drops all the balls and then there's the juggling challenge I guess, as Gladys says and then there's the other one where it is right towards the end where there are turrets off in the distance and you have to set up a running ramp, jump thing
1: Yeah, I like that level a lot and especially, I I remember the first time we played that it took us a long time but I kind of cheated because I remembered it Um, because we nailed that the first time and it was a good feeling. <laughs> we totally crushed it. <laughs> well,
0: we did towards the end. It did take us a little while to get back into it to figure out how to get the timing to work. But and we, made, I, we
1: made it first time. I swear.
0: Well, I died a couple of times trying something else. But yeah, once you had remembered it, yeah, we we got through it. But I'm pretty sure that it auto-allowed me to grab the cube because I did not hit the button. Oh, really? And I seemed to just be holding the cube. Uh And this one is one where you have to fly through the air, grab the cube, and then as you're bouncing up and down through the portals, you have to hit the laser with the glass cube and burn the turrets.
1: And you've only got about one second of that laser time. (laughs) Yeah, so it took me... a. You try. That was that, was, that was the longest part of the level. Just waiting, just watching Justin bounce up and down. Like eventually he'll hit these two things. <laughs> but I was looking through your eyes, which is also another really nice feature of this game, where you can look through the eyes of your co-op player to see what they're looking at. And so I was just looking at you, and because it's very disorienting when you're going up and down. And plus, every time you go through a portal, it kind of recenters you, and now you've got to re-aim again. Right.
0: So what I realized I need to do was aim not for. On the way up, but for on the way down. down, Yeah. And that made it much easier. Yeah. But I agree. I think that's part of what makes the game work is being able to see, because there are some times where you're almost literally in a different room altogether and you can't see each other or what each other is doing. Being able to look through the eyes of the other character, again, being robots makes that more plausible, but it also makes the game work in a way that it probably wouldn't otherwise.
1: Yeah, because otherwise, I mean, it does help, like, for example, if you're up somewhere that I can't see and you're trying some stuff, and then, like, for example, that awkward laser room where you have to get it at a weird angle to hit the energy kind of source button.
0: Yeah, so in that one, there's faith place to get across, you have to use tunnels, a light tunnel to get across as well, and above you from where you start, there is a receptor for the laser to open the door, but even this time around and this is the third time around for me it's still kind of frustrating because you have to get this laser at just the right angle yeah and it requires you to use all four portals in a way to make the laser hit it and that it's tricky it just it feels tricky
1: and if you, if i couldn't look through your your eyes then cuz even when i was looking at it cuz I, cuz i can see where it's ending up you can't really see where it's ending up properly because it's very flush with your that room that you're in. But when I'm looking at you, I'm like, you need to strafe over a little bit and aim it more towards the right side of the door. And it's like, okay, so that's that's great because otherwise, I, now I'd have to go up there and sit in, with my knowledge of what I remember and try and do it. But no, we could do it from where we were because we can use each other's eyes basically, which is yeah, it's a good touch. They didn't have to put it in there. I, I don't think I don't know any other co-op game that does that. That's a good point. I don't think I. I mean, not off the top of my head. They they must exist, but I mean, it works very well, and I don't know if Portal 2 came up with it first.
0: I just feel like it's worked so well here, it should probably be just common now. Mm. But at the same time, that might actually hinder some other games where you're not supposed to see what the other person is seeing. True. I like the early levels a lot, because even if you're playing with somebody who's very new to the game, new to the genre, they're pretty simple, they're pretty straightforward, yet still require you to think there's that room with the four buttons that all have to be hit within a short amount of time i think that was one of the first stumbling blocks my friend and i hit when we were playing through the first time but mostly because we weren't exactly sure what was going on we uh, probably me to be honest had it in my head that we had to hit them in order one two three four and that's not the case at all <laughs> it's just timed you have to get them within you know 10 seconds or whatever. I like those a lot. I like how they have teach you the game, but also teach you teamwork at the same time. And I would like to see more co-op games do this. I think that some do it very well and some throw you into the deep end and you have to know how to work together from the start.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, even with the co-op, it's like they're not being lazy about it, saying, oh, okay, you played the, play the base game, you know the rules, right, we're not going to bother, I'll just throw you in. They're like, nope. We're going to start again and take you through it again and scaffold you up because it's a little bit different this time and you'll see why. But it also gives you that quick endorphin
0: rush, right? Because even the easy stuff, you get through and you get through it quickly. If they started off too difficult in the beginning, it's very likely you're going to lose your partner in science because they're going to (laughs) give up. They're not going to want to do it. But getting you through that first series of levels, section one, making them challenging but still very basic is just the right level of challenging to get people started and to get people working together and to think with more portals and so for me even though i love the end levels it's the beginning that i think is the magical thing that works
1: yeah yeah i mean to be honest they're all good i mean okay here's a here's a question which level was a dud I don't know. I'd say anywhere a dud. Do you, do you no, have one? No, exactly. So they like they're they're all really well done. None of them made me feel like oh you kind of cheap shotted me there. I hate that in puzzle games. Portal doesn't do that. If anything, I cheap shotted myself. Like the one that we were like the portal thing. We had to put them in the in the ceiling there. It's like oh yeah, it's not it's not this level. It's us. <laughs> all the the level designs are really really good.
0: The level I really want to talk about though is the one where again co-op is key because that's what this game is about and it's basically the very last level of the main game so leading up to the end of section five where there are two main doors there's a giant vault door in the distance and you really really have to work together to get up to a higher level to get a cube to get the cube soaked in orange gel, which allows it to slide. Then put it onto a ramp that will hit lasers and then run across at the same time to hit a lever at the same time to get part one of two (laughs) done. (laughs) Yeah. And then going into part two as well, which even this time around, so again, my third time through your second, having a bit of difficulty with this tunnel and how do we get the turrets to not blast us as we get over there and i'm remembering i think part of the problem when you play through it again is you remember part of the solution yeah and so i was keen to build this tunnel to go up towards the ceiling because i knew we needed to do that but it wasn't time for that yet mm. and i got blasted by the turrets because it wasn't time for that one yet and i do think that that's part of the challenge is remembering the process And the steps in order, not just the end game. Right. Because a lot of time I'm remembering the end game and I'm trying to skip ahead. And that's not what we're supposed to be doing. But there's a beautiful part where you get to bounce wall to wall across. And then you have to drop some blue fluid on them so they bounce around and die. And then we have to work together to get one of us in a tunnel up to the button. Yeah. Which allows us then to have a runway. And a blue bounce spot so we can jump across to the vault. And once we get to the vault, we have to do what is the most interesting puzzle in the Portal 2 Co-op. In the fact that it has nothing to do with portals. (laughs) This one is all story. It's not complicated at all. But I like it because it uses the one mechanic and the story together to do this one little puzzle. Now, if you don't do it right, Gladys will eventually basically tell you what to do. But you've been probably at some point waving at the camera. Whether you knew it or not, it's an achievement. You have probably been playing around with all the different emotes, mm. the dancing, the rock, paper, scissors. Basically, you get to this point And if one of you does one of those things in front of the camera, Gladys will say, oh, it's working. Other one, do what that one did. Problem this time around, though, is it wasn't working yeah. for me. Yours was fine. You're saying, look, just hold the button. And I'm holding the button and moving up and down, but I'm not getting the arrow, which allows me to
1: choose any of the things. Yeah, because I'm looking at you and you just basically look like you're head banging. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm just looking around and I can't make it work. Luckily, you hit on the rock, paper, scissors, which allowed us to get through. But for some reason... On mine... Yeah, you had problems. It wasn't working, yeah. I wasn't able to get the countdown working. I don't know if it was because I tried to start on controller, if that messed something up. Because there were times where the controller seemed to work, and then all of a sudden it would stop working. It had something to do with Steam, I think, and the chat or the order that we got into the game. There's just something weird about it because even well,
1: I had a problem with PlayClaw on this, yeah.
0: That's what we're using to record the video for our YouTube channel. And that's possibly the issue. I don't know. There was just something weird where it would work on the menu, but as soon as we would get into the game, now it wouldn't work. But the first level, first two levels we did, I had no problem, but all the end game I was keyboard and mouse and I just couldn't couldn't get it to work. And then finally the very last time It was working. We didn't really need it then. But it just was such a scary moment where we realized we may have to do the entire level over again, simply because I couldn't make my character dance. I was sweating, to be honest. (laughs) But that leads into the first of two endings. She has been telling us, well, there are a lot of other things she tells us. Oh, uh, put that disc in there, but don't watch the numbers. They're not important. Yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts of things that Gladys is clearly trying to get us to do, manipulating for her benefit. But she has been telling us that there are humans we're trying to save, which the first time I played through, I thought was a lie. Because she'd been lying a lot to us about, oh, I found these two people that happen to have your name. But no, it's all a lie, right? Most of that stuff was a lie. But we get through the vault and actually our people. Thousands of people. But they're not for saving. <laughs> oh, no. They're for testing. <laughs> yeah. But the end credits here, we see them on the conveyor belt being scanned. And Gladys is constantly saying their faults, yeah. basically. Takes the last piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> closed off.
1: Yeah. Underachiever.
0: While in the background, we see the bodies being scanned while occasionally Atlas and Peabody are doing something or comedic.
1: Tur- turrets. Or, yeah,
0: yeah, true. So, that's that's great. That's ending one. Ending two, we're told that there's somebody attacking the system. She's crazy. And we get there. And we get a second ending where the first time through, again, I was fooled because I thought we were going to see our main character. And we were being tied back into the main story. But really, it's the bird. Yeah. From the first, well, main part, right? And they're able to get rid of the bird. But then there are these eggs, and Gladys decides that she's going to raise them as her little warriors. Her little killing machines. <laughs> so you get not one, but two endings, and I think they're both terrific.
1: I like what you said about that, though. What, what did Gladys invent? You told me
0: so. Oh, yeah. So I was saying on the chat that because of that ending, because of the birds, that Gladys actually invented angry birds. <laughs> <laughs> and the angry birds is really just more <laughs> aperture testing. Makes sense? It's an absolute fill in the gaps, but it kind of works.
1: Yeah, because even her her whole like fat shaming things like killer birds attacking fat piggies. Like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> so the ending, do you think this takes place after Chell or at the same time as Chell or I before? think after. Yeah, I think it's well after, yeah.
0: I'm not sure if it's well after, because Gladys isn't patient. So Mm -hmm. I think the second she was gone, immediately she would start testing these two. Mm. I think, yeah, I think it was probably almost immediately after.
1: There you go, there's Portal 3 to 3000. Like, you've got all these racks and racks of humans to test. You do. A lot of them are going to die. You also have these robots that
0: I'm totally fine to keep Mm. going with. I would be content I think it would not be the same but I think I'd be content to just have a portal where it's just testing where it's just levels it won't be as good but I think I would still enjoy it I love this world and I love this kind of puzzle and we don't get enough of it and even when I do a lot of times it just doesn't feel as good they don't seem as well thought out they don't seem as well executed as yeah. not to Put down the other games. I do like these other games, but nothing is quite for me Portal or Portal 2. And so I do want more of it.
1: Yeah. Two ideas for uh, if there was going to be one more in the series. One would be another Aperture location with another bit of science equipment. Not a Portal. Could be something else. Could be anything. And then a whole bunch of testing rooms for that item. Other one would be like going way back to like the beginning of Aperture and like go for more like kind of almost... Retro. Yeah, like like the old school Half-Life weapons, like that were very unstable, and yeah, in the middle of being tested, and they explode and things like that. Like something really old school, and bring back Cave Johnson, you know?
0: I definitely would like more Cave Johnson. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that, those would be my two ideas. Is it going to happen? Oof, probably not. Let's be honest. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. Anything's possible. I do think it's possible. In a day and age where everything is being remade and rebooted.
1: Well, they better not reboot Portal, that's for sure. Like, that's I, I, like, There's no need, no need when
0: you've got, you've got other ways to do it. You've got robots, you've got more humans, you've put it into the canon.
1: We could have more. I mean, do you think they're just absolutely petrified of failure? It could be. I would be. Like It'd be so hard to top Half-Life 2 and Portal 2, man. It would be very, very, very difficult. And also the people who grew up playing those games or didn't, whatever, but like the the way our tastes in movies change as well as we get older, it's like, who are you appealing to? Are you appealing to the new players or are you trying to appeal to those old players? You can't keep everyone happy. It's not that golden age anymore of like when we were kids, you know, or even, well, I mean, these, we didn't play these as kids, but definitely Portal and the Half-Life games were my original, like my earliest memories of getting into PC gaming, for sure. And it would be hard to top those memories and that feeling. I think at least as far
0: as Portal goes, part of the issue is they probably feel that the story is done. And that's fine. I do agree with that. I think that the main story is done. They probably don't want to keep dipping into the same well. They don't want to burn it out. There's something to having a, I think in a way, a cult classic that you've got it and you don't want to overstay your welcome. Mm. You want it to remain special. And so maybe that's part of it. They also probably feel that they have given us everything we need. If we want more Portal, make it yourself.
1: Yeah, which is next for us to look into.
0: And I have played through some, not a lot, but I have played through some, and some are absolutely amazing. Oh, really? The community stuff, yeah. There's one series in particular that I want to cover here on the podcast because i think it's just amazing i feel like it has a story a small story it has crazy levels but it works and they're they're very solid they're top rated for a reason can you do it single player or did you that that one is single player i haven't done i don't think i've done any community co-op okay all right well there we go we've got something for next year to work on (laughs) (laughs) but i think that that is a big part of the issue we've given you everything you need you can keep making it yourself. And maybe they're just not interested. Maybe it took so much work and was so difficult that they're done and they're ready to move on to something else.
1: <laughs> this is Valve we're talking about, man. <laughs>
0: maybe Steam is enough to keep their hands full. Yeah.
1: Gaps filled or more gaps created.
0: Next time. Today we're going to discuss a game called Escape First well it's kind of touted as a multiplayer game right but i think we both think <laughs> that it works much
1: better as a single player the room is pretty, pretty small. small and you're this big giant like crash test dummy this dropped stuff all over the floor at some points yeah
0: the game we played together was the clown room the murder circus or whatever Psycho, Psycho Circus, is that what it's called, I think? I hope
1: so, because that's a much better name.
0: <laughs> so well, that's
1: payback time for me, then, because <laughs> I, I was powerless in that clown room, man. <laughs> All this and more on the next episode of Filling in the Gaps.